good evening, and welcome to our show. Thanks for joining the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast, a place where friends who just happen to be Durannies get together to talk about our love of music, pop culture, concerts, and of course, our favorite boys, past, present, and future. Hi, podcast listeners. Happy 2020. We have a fun treat for our first podcast of the year. Last month, Stephanie and I were able to sit down for a few minutes to chat with Jerry Barnes, the bass player of Chic, and we had a special guest join us over the phone. So take a few minutes and listen to our fun chat. We are here on location in San Antonio, Texas today because we are here to attend the Chic Share show, which is in town. Um, And we are here with writer, producer, composer, musician, basics extraordinaire, Mr. Jerry Barnes. Uh, Applause if we had applause track. Oh, just snap your fingers. I like your groove. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for taking the time out of your extremely busy schedule to talk to us today. You're actually... It is pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. I'm actually getting you... Uh, to do this has been amazing amazing and we really appreciate it because you're actually our first guest on the podcast we are woo. <laughs> so <laughs> but in our podcast so, we love music yeah and you are a professional musician and yeah. you love music so that is something we just want to pick your brain about about music about, about music life. and how you got into this and what you mm. love to do and i don't know so you, talk you guys to just us. heard me on a phone call yeah um Dealing with an artist that I have been working with for 10 years. I just got him signed to BMG. His name is October London. He wrote the theme for Martha and Snoop and he was on Empire and, you know, a lovely kid from Indiana. And I love him as a, as just a creative. So you just heard me talking to someone in corporate about how to do the splits. So I can, yeah. You know, and that's yeah. like, you know, when I, we were talking yesterday, I was trying to say that like my phone, I don't really have a day off. Like people think, like, you know, I have relatives in different cities and I usually only see them at the gig. Yeah. At the meet and greet. And, um, I've been freelancing my whole life. So this is a part of the normal part where you do the paperwork, the registrations. And we're in, we're uh, with BMG, mm-hmm. his uh, agreements with TV and film, which is, which is exciting to me because the traditional music business as we know it, changing well not only is it changing it's become disposable yeah so anyone can put their music out absolutely um soundcloud and all kinds of youtube a lot of great artists uh are are not known or not heard or not noticed because their marketing is not attached to either a samsung commercial or apple commercial whatever yeah so i'm excited to deal with tv and film because it's a different kind of rejection musicians have to deal with rejection Artists have to deal with rejection on a level that the average human being does not understand. Because you put your whole soul from your soul in a song. Yeah. And when I was a kid, you know, it, it was like your record didn't sell and you didn't make the charts. So you went up the, you're watching the charts and you didn't go, but so far. And then all that work sort of, you got to move on to the next one. It's rejection. And the few artists like Prince or Michael who have these big records and a roll of hits, it's, it, there's, a, there's a mysterious part about it that's not just their talent because many artists have talent it's the timing the look the style it's an unknown thing that nobody could ever convince me they know what a hit is 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. When you can just, even for my sister's music, I'm literally doing an album that's probably going to be vinyl only that I'll put out in t- 2021 is my plan. And let it be an, a vinyl album for people that like vinyl. And it makes it more special. And you get, I like vinyl. Yeah. Well, you get the, yeah. you get the artwork. You get we a, love vinyl yeah. here. I mean, we, that's what's missing. And I think we've touched on that in a previous podcast mm. about how the experience of going out to the record shop Yes. To look through the records and what drew you in to, you know, the artwork and, you know, getting even a CD. I will mm. still get a CD because I still want to see the credits and I want to see lyrics and I right. want to see maybe get an idea of what was behind the song in some kind of like maybe hidden message in, you know, in the liner notes that you can't get from clicking on a button to download a song. It's just missing and it's not the same. You know, the, the hope that I have. I'm not stubborn to progress or the future or even change. We have to get over some things that just are part of transition of technology. Mm-hmm. You know, vinyl probably will always have a spot, right? I mean, there's going to be people that people are now, it's become a trend, just hilarious to me. <laughs> but at the same time, there's got to be a new way to give people the experience on their cell phones, on their iPads that gives you the artwork that gives you. There's got to be a way. With our technology, even if, even if it has to be some kind of new rendering that makes you look at the artwork on mm-hmm. your phone. And I hope that that's going to happen, that you'll get something similar. You don't have to hold it. Anymore. Virtual reality. Well, it's coming. Well, it's already there. Yeah. In video games. Yeah. Kids already have it and they're killing themselves, bumping into walls. But it's a joke. Yes. But, um, but also true. No, but can you imagine kind of if we could be. Okay, we have gotten to stand on stage with y'all, and that was so much fun, but yeah. everyone could. Can you imagine if you like, had part of a show, and it was totally the VR experience, and you're right there with the people? I mean, that would that's a dream. Well, that's where I feel weird about it. Okay. I don't want that to be on virtual reality. I want people Because you don't want to replace. But I don't think I want, it would replace. Do you think it would, people would think it would replace it? I think it's... Important that we have people physically show up Agreed. and do the, and try to. I, I think that I is. I would agree. Visit, huh? No, I would agree with where you're going. I uh, think I yeah, just I can't think, imagine that the the live experience and you know just interacting with people and strangers and that is one of our favorite things about a show is that I mean it's the reason why a lot of us know each other because we met somebody at a show and then maybe we saw them at the next show and then you form a friendship and a bond and you can't get that anywhere else but at a live show. Okay. Absolutely. So maybe if it doesn't get on VR, it I could think be video an games AR, are cool for VR. And it could be an AR experience. If you're, if you're talking about visual, then maybe it's not you're on stage with them, but you're listening to a song and you're looking through your device and it's somehow entering your space. So I, Well, that would I be great for a music video of a song. Yeah. Let's say the song's available and the artwork is interacting yeah. with your, your movement yep. and you're getting it's, I mean, of course this is already happening. Certain artists actually have the budgets to do it, yeah. but um, this, that's, that's why I'm proud to be in Chic because we are the rare band that has no pre-record. Yeah. Our rawness, our liveness, our mistakes and everything are real. Like any other band that used to be the norm. Yeah. Um, and that makes it to me sound even more unique separately, separate from the hit songs that now has written yeah. and produced. Um, then we can be in the moment with y'all because y'all are in the moment with us. We're all in the moment. And that's, that's what I love that's about the it. exciting mm-hmm. part about being and there. And it keeps all of us yeah, on your toes. Too. Well, no, we're <laughs> yeah. just, we're just enjoying the moment. Yeah. Which is, that's, that's life. Yeah. A moment. When my father was dying. The thing he said was, 
live one moment at a time, not one day at a time. And I love that he said that because mm-hmm. it was like, wow, he's really processing what's, what's going on for him. And those yeah. special moments, you can go back to a moment. Yes. You can't necessarily go back to a whole day. But you won't. No. Life is not a day. Actually, life is not time. Human beings need time to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. Human beings need time. Human beings need all this bullshit to feel comfortable, but it really is not the truth. It is moments. It is sensations. It is food. It is something that has nothing to do with time and color and language and culture. It's something deeper than that. So what's your favorite part of the show? What's your favorite part tonight? Or do you have a favorite part or is oh, it different every night? Yeah. I don't remember where we are. <laughs> I don't know what hotel. I didn't know there were two Marriott's. <laughs> I barely know. We went I, to the wrong Marriott to meet up with Jerry today, listen, FYI. I, I don't even know. I don't even know. What, my room number? I have to look at the phone. No, so what happens is That's that, true. He didn't know what room he was in. No, I don't, the thing is it's not important. Important to be feel good. Oh shoot, sorry. Let me tell him I'm back. I'm gonna tell him I'm doing an interview for um. Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast. Hey Sean, I'm doing an interview for HBO. Uh, <laughs> a, 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 it's a porn link to uh, my music. Um, I, I, no, I'll call you back, bro. Okay, all right, love you. Bye. I should turn my ring out. I'm so sorry. Let me, it's all good. Hold on one second. Let me call now. Do you have a question in mind? I mean, we know Duran had heard the NXS song, and that's why they're interested in him. Maybe how he was interested in working with them. I don't know. Ah, yeah. Why it was reciprocal. Hey, Broski, what you doing? I know you. I'm actually, um, my friend's doing a podcast, and they had a question that I cannot answer, only you can answer. Um, Do you remember what brought you to Duran? Wait, I'll just, can 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 I put you on speaker with them? Hold on. All right, go ahead. Hi, Niall. <laughs> can you hear? Can you hear now? Yeah, I okay. can hear you. Okay. Oh my gosh, this is Stephanie and Suzanne, and um, we actually physically met you two years ago when you were in San Antonio on the Q and A, and um, we talked to you about Duran before the show, and you, uh, I think Suzanne introduces us as Duranies, and you said that makes us she gets as well. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> and so we've run into you at South by Southwest as well. And um, this this earlier this year, we started a part a podcast called Terry Ice Cream Smile Podcast, um, and we talk about everything from live shows to our favorite bands to interactions to, I mean, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, just all kinds of things that we've talked about. Um, we're 16 episodes in. We're here talking to Jerry today. What's your question, Suzanne, as well? To what you had asked. We know that Duran had heard your work with NXS, and that's what piqued their interest. But we were wondering, you know, how it was reciprocal. What piqued your interest to work with them? Um, I I had already loved Duran. I mean, by the time they had contacted me, um, they had had um, a, a number of songs that were real uh, rum shakers on the dance floor. And, and they had a style about them that I already dug. So when they called me, it was sort of, uh, what took you so long? 
<laughs> and ironically, I just uh, we just actually saw the NXS um, live from Wembley was in movie theaters across the U.S. Um, on the ninth. And um, you were credited with, uh, you know, they mentioned you and I took a screenshot of that for Original Sin. And so every time I hear Original Sin, I think of you, actually. (laughs) (laughs) And what a masterpiece. And I think I also touched um, and let you know that Reflex was my first uh, 12-inch single that I ever owned. And so thank you for that. Yep. And, and we, so we, so we go back. We, we go back. I mean, and we, we, we talk about you on the podcast all the time because we love you. We call you the Godfather. <laughs> and Don Corleone. Everything yes. stems back. We could probably trace something grand related back to you, Niall. So, and um, we actually just came out with our 16th episode and we did a video vault where we kind of analyzed different videos and we touched on pressure off. And um, we love you in that video. <laughs> Well, thank you so thank much. You for taking for, the time yeah, to talk to us. we're so excited about tonight yes. too. So it's gonna be awesome. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I mean, look, Duran. I often say is my other band. I yes, mean, it's, it's pretty obvious that, that I've worked with them more than any other artist um, that I've ever worked with. So I look at them as my second chic. I, I mean, you know. It's, I, I, I don't even know how to say it. It's almost like talking about your family. They, they are, I'm closer to them, especially John Taylor and, mm-hmm. and uh, Simon, but John specifically, uh, more than anyone. John was the guy I met first, and he was the guy I met second. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we acted like, I mean, if you've heard them talk, you know, they, we acted like fools. <laughs> <laughs> we, we ran around the arena. Um, they were on tour with uh, Blondie, and this is when Buster Poindexter was doing really well. So oh, gosh, yes. He was the headliner. Oh, wow. So can you imagine that? I mean, <laughs> Buster Poindexter was the headliner. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and throw Blondie so in the mix. He's rock and roll. He's fickle, right? It just changes all the time. All you got to do is have that big record, and bam, you're the headliner. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. Well, this is so awesome. We're so glad you're in Texas, and we're excited maybe that you're going to be in Austin in a few short months. So, for South by, we heard a rumor you're going to come talk again there. So, yeah, we'll be there again this year because you know we've way surpassed what we imagined our uh, songs fund would do. That's awesome. Um, you know, we're over a billion dollars now, and it's wow. just incredible. Does that does that mean um, we get different shoes for the next gig? <laughs> I know I have the new shoe. people and um yeah that's that's awesome cool thank you so much niall bye bye later that was awesome so how did you get hooked up with niall like how did you end up in chic what's the backstory Ooh, um uh when bernard passed away actually i saw niall and bernard play a few months before he passed away Mm. they did a charity event in new york city and i've never seen or met bernard before course i heard about it and i made sure i'm you know yeah, yeah. one of my base heroes 
So it was a place called, I want to say it's called the Barbat. <clears throat> um, I could be wrong about that. Or I, it became a club called Avalon after. But for that, it was a recording studio called Media Sound. So if you Google Media Sound, tons of records in New York City. I saw them play. They did like a short set. Some One of their friends had passed away. They were doing a charity event. Um, I just remember saying, how are you? I'm Jerry. We shook hands. And he was, you know, it was very short. I was probably a little nervous. I've only been nervous a few times around people in my life. And Michael Jordan was one. Um, Larry Graham was another one because I ended up doing a reference bass lines for one of his albums before he came in, which when I look back on it now, I, I got to find those cassettes of my reference bass lines of me trying to imitate Larry Graham, who's one of my heroes. <laughs> so I've had the experience actually of, um, not to get off the subject of meeting my bass heroes, like pretty much all of them, um, including Lewis Johnson, including Nathaniel Phillips, including, um, uh, I didn't meet Jocko actually, and I didn't meet James Jamerson, but these are the guys, you know, Marcus Miller, I can go. And even John, you know, we had a little bass hang one day and, uh, <laughs> He was showing me how we did uh, Notorious. I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, so you learn from everybody. Yeah. So after Bernard passed away, um, there were auditions for Sheik. Mm -hmm. He was looking for another bass player. And I won't say his name, but but a friend of uh, Niall that who was working with said that Jerry Barnes couldn't play bass. He wasn't right for Sheik. Ooh. <laughs> and, uh, Here you are 20 plus years later. Well, the funny thing is I'm sure many things have been said about me. Sure. But I've never heard that I couldn't play my bass. Right. Never. So that made me laugh. So <laughs> my sister and I actually went to play with Niall and Omar Hakim. And after like three minutes, Niall was like, okay, yeah, we're going to gig soon. Though. You know, are you all available? We were like, yeah. So mm -hmm. we, uh, our first tour was a month, maybe a couple months after that. And I think we did 38 shows in 28 days in Japan mm -hmm. with uh, my sister, me, Niall, Omar Hakim. Omar Hakim, Silver Logan Sharp. And Omar, if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, Audra Lomax. He he was he was on Sting's first solo album, correct? Well, not only yeah. that, he's on a lot. I mean, one I'm of not, them. I'm not sure yeah. which albums he's on, but yeah. he's the drummer on Let's Dance. Yeah. For example. Oh wow. Okay. He, he is the drummer from Let's Dance. Okay. Next as time. with Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah. yeah. As with whoever else, you know, is in the you know on the credits. Um, so that was how I got in. I mean, it was wow. probably, I don't know if it was a year after Bernard passed or a few months. I'm not really sure about the timeline. And they were back in Japan. He passed Bernard in Japan. Passed in Japan. Right. And then. Then Nile was asked to come, to do some shows. Um, and he put together a new band. Okay. And that's where Catrice and I went to the audition. And, and we, you know, and, and we had met probably around New York, um, at the time, but. That was my first time actually playing with him and being in, you know, and Omar and I had done sessions together. So it was, you know, it's the, the thing about Niall that I will say, he wants his bands to be kicking. And I really respect that. And I'm, I'm similar to him. Like if I put together, if I was to put together a band, it would be certain people mm -hmm. that play a certain way yeah. that in a, in a, in an honest way, make the music first. Forget your chops. Yeah. Play the record. Make the audience happy. If you make it funky, I'm even happier. <laughs> and that's it. That's how, that's how yeah. I got in the band. That's awesome. We're good. We're we're about twenty. Suzanne, <laughs> how much time do we have left for Jerry Barnes? 
in room 1421. Oh my gosh, you remembered your Yeah, room because number. I had to look at the thing, the <laughs> yeah. phone. Okay, all right. I hope that all didn't right. blow up your uh, no. wave box. I'm going to have to like. <laughs> <laughs> it's called yeah. normalize. Yes. Normalize it. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't want to. No, no, there's nothing to plug. We have an hour before we have to leave, so we we want to give you time to do what you need. Yeah, just stretching. Okay. I had to call the the publishers back, but no, there's nothing really to plug at this time. Um, In the future, maybe I will be plugging something. You know, I'm working on a bunch of different music for music for myself, music for my sister. Uh, I could play you something. But yeah, it's a lot of lot of exciting projects. So I'm all over the place. It's all fun. Thank you so much for sitting down with us. This has been awesome. Oh, of course. So yes, and a special thanks to you, Niall, with the call in. A little call in, yes. Yeah, and that was like how we used to do it like, in the day. You like call in the line. line. Exactly. Hey, we got Juicy on the line with Frankie Crocker. <laughs> where are you all? Call? We're calling from North Carolina. <laughs> you know. And we're super excited to see the show tonight. And thanks again. Thank you for tuning in to the Cherry Ice Cream Smile podcast. We are so glad you could hang out with us for a little while. Please subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, or your favorite podcast player. And make sure to follow us on Instagram, too. See you again real soon.